Hey y'all, welcome to the very first episode of our new super dope podcast, If I'm Here, I'm High. We are your co-hosts, Jayla and Brianna. And since we're here, we're high. And I hope you are too. So let's get into it. So before we get into the nitty gritty, we just want to make it clear that this is not a family friendly podcast. No, it's not. This is not something for the kids. We will okay. be cursing. We will be ranting. There will be F-bombs and there might be the occasional dirty talk. Maybe. <laughs> Ooh, sorry, folks. So, yeah. So if that's not what you're expecting. If you're not ready for that, this is not Please the show for you. Just stop here. <laughs> All right, moving on to our next segment, we're going to get into some pop culture. Yeah. For our first topic, um, we're going to talk about Lil Nas X. So, on June 1st, the first day of Pride Month, BET released their nominees for the 2022 BET Awards. For the male hip-hop nominees, it was J. Cole, Drake, Future, Kanye West, and white boy Jack Harlow. Mm. (laughs) Now, don't get me wrong. I think Jack Harlow's talented. Um, You know, he's a lot better than some of these white boys. Yeah. but to see a white man get snubbed over a black gay man, just, <clears throat> we'll get into that later. So anyway, Lil Nas X received zero nominations despite having three of the biggest chart-topping records of 2021. Um, those would be Call Me By Your Name, Industry Baby, and That's What I Want. Um, his album debuted at number two on the Billboard 200. So, he has the streams. Yeah. He has the airplay. He has the fans. So, why were there no nominations? And even when people want to use the argument that he's not a rapper, there's a pop nom- There's a pop category. Literally. Like, yeah, they could find somewhere for him to go. Exactly. They chose to acknowledge a white man over a gay black man. Literally. And... Please don't try to tell me it wasn't intentional. Because it was. Obviously. It very much was. Um, BET is run by old white men, if you didn't know. So, if you, like she said, if you don't think it was intentional, then um, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. um, I think it's fucked up. Um, I, like I said, they're run by old white men old white men and since I found that out I've never been a fan of BET um mm-hmm. that just it rubs me the wrong way I'm not a fan of that so that was enough for me um yeah I also just feel like black people are just very quick to accept anything but homosexuality they can wrap their minds around pretty much anything else but homosexuality. It's insane. <laughs> and I love my people. I love my people. But I want us to do better there. Please. Because um, 
People be gay. People be gay. People be gay. And it really is none of your business, to be honest. Like, truly. Don't yuck my yum. <laughs> um, but even if you don't want to use the argument, like I said, that he's not a rapper. What about Santana? Santana had some of the biggest hits on TikTok. He was always trending. He had streams. Why was there no nomination for him? He should have been got nominated for a BT award by now. Best new artist or something. It's because he's a gay black man that openly talks about gay sex and yes. liking men. They are and, not gonna promote and Santana that is femme. Very much so. They're gonna they're not gonna promote that at all. No. <laughs> that is unfortunately the way the world works. That's depressing, isn't it? All right, guys. So for my topic of the week, we're going to be discussing a little bit of the Amber Heard Johnny Depp defamation trial. And I really didn't want to talk about this because this trial is just a mess. The media coverage is a mess. The access that we have to it is a mess. So I really didn't want to talk about this, but there's one part of it that I do want to discuss. So before I get into that, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of background on the trial in case you're not familiar with it. So Johnny Depp sued Amber Heard for defamation. Um, she wrote an op-ed in 2018 for the Washington Post, and she was essentially saying that she was a survivor of abuse. She didn't mention anyone by name in the op-ed, but Johnny Depp sued her for defamation anyway. So eventually, Amber Heard issued a countersuit, and her claim was that one of Johnny Depp's lawyers was um, defaming her as well, basically by saying that her allegations against Depp were a hoax. So the trial lasted about six weeks, and Heard was found guilty of defamation, um, and Johnny Depp was awarded, I think, $15 million, but Johnny Depp's lawyer was also found guilty, and Amber Heard was given $2 million. The difference is crazy, but, you know. As if Johnny Depp needs $15 million. Right. But It's not like she's, she already said that she cannot pay that. What Literally. happens in that case? Like, do they, like, um, come get your assets? I I think so, but then I, I feel like in these cases, you could also, like, pay on it. Oh, okay, that's true. Lord, they're going to be coming out her checks. Yeah. That's so yeah, sad. I have no idea what her net worth is. Yikes. But um, I also want to point out that this is a defamation trial. This mm -hmm. is not a trial where the jury is deciding whether Johnny Depp did commit crimes against Amber Heard. That's not what this trial is about. Mm -hmm. He did not win that, okay? I just want to say, if you saw those text messages that, Donnie, that Johnny Depp was sending to his friends, and you still think that man was innocent in regards to like not abusing her then you're blind or you're crazy like those messages were so explicit 
and vicious and just disturbing. Gonna burn her to death and then have sex with her corpse to make sure she's dead. Like your evil jail for saying that. Prison. Matter of fact, under the prison. That's disgusting. Because if you're gonna say that to somebody else, imagine Literally. what you're doing to that actual person. And like, you didn't even just say this to her. You said this to someone else about her. Like someone else knows that you're like this. Exactly. Who is that person? Oh my gosh. Now I'm curious. Who is that? Paul Bettany. Oh yes. my gosh. Yes. You didn't know that. Yeah. You're right. You just reminded me. Yeah. Vision. That had me sidelined. Vision. And I was like, ooh. What are you Yikes. doing, Vision? That's not very mind stoned of you. <laughs> That's not very mind stoned of You're you. You're an idiot. Like, why are you openly having a conversation about That's necrophilia and murder? Of you. Yeah, no. It's very strange behavior. But celebrities kind of scare me, to be quite No, a lot of them. Yeah, like, there's, celebrities are scary. Yeah. Um, they have access to so much stuff that we would never know about. And that is scary in itself. Literally. Ooh, I just got the heebie-jeebies. I know some of them are in, like, cults and stuff. Ugh. You really be saying Jared Leto has a cult. Like, he's the leader That of doesn't cult. surprise me. Not at all. Jared Leto seems like he would have yeah, a cult. Yeah, absolutely. Like, apparently he didn't know. Like, when the pandemic first happened, he didn't know about the pandemic because he was off in the woods with his cult for a while. That's what I read. I don't know what? how true that is. <laughs> Take that's it a grain true, of salt. That's but. crazy absolutely nuts okay i realized that i didn't get to the point of my piece so i didn't want to just give you guys information about the trial i wanted to talk about why this verdict is so dangerous for um sexual assault victims and just abuse victims in general basically by Amber Heard being found guilty of defamation just for speaking out against her abuse and not even naming an abuser, you're essentially setting the precedent that future victims can also be sued for defamation by doing this. And it's like, if you're not letting victims speak out against the abuse, what are they supposed to do? If they're at risk for being sued, like, what are they supposed to do? Exactly. That's so dangerous. It's like, even if Amber Heard was lying, which I don't think she is, no, I think they were both, honestly, I think they were both doing things with each other. I'm sure one of them was reactionary, and I'm pretty sure it was probably Amber. Yeah. Um, but anyway, even if she was lying, women don't lie that often about stuff like that so no. they would but the sad thing is people would take that and never believe a woman again well amber heard lied so now i know you're lying like literally what? but it's like they men would, do this all the time and y'all still let them free but exactly. one woman could lie and y'all gonna run with it mm-hmm really automatically invalidate every other woman's claim because of they think one person's lying yeah 
it's sad and it's there's really a war on women and <laughs> yeah to like, be honest i'm afraid why do y'all hate women so bad what did we do to y'all why do you hate women what did we do to y'all just so many all women do is be sexy and live their lives that's all we do yeah we mind our business and we have our kids and we uh just be living women are unproblematic sorry women never do anything wrong (laughs) you're stupid (laughs) um more often than not we don't like boom boom do we are we getting into the men bashing very first episode? <laughs> not yet, not yet. We, yeah, we can't right. we can't lay it on too thick. All right. I'll I'll hold myself back. All right. <laughs> All right, y'all, for our final topic, we are going to talk about Mr. Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey. So, on Saturday, June 4th, People Magazine reported that Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey had decided to call it quits. Um, Keep in mind, Michael B. Jordan is 35 and Lori Harvey is 25. We'll just keep that in your back pocket. (laughs) Um, The couple had been dating for about a year and a half and sources say that Michael B. Jordan was ready for a lifetime commitment aka Mm. marriage whereas harvey was not um apparently harvey wants to focus more on her career and being young before settling down into marriage so as she should briefed you all on that i just want to say i don't really know what he expected (laughs) like i feel like there if you've paid attention to Lori Harvey, that you can see that she doesn't want to be tied down for too long. No, like she's dating and having fun, it seems like. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And I've seen a lot of people, specifically men, on Twitter shaming her for not wanting to be married at 25 when she's still so young. Not only is she young, but she's young and rich, which means that she doesn't need anybody to take care of her, which means there's really no reason for her to settle down with a man if she's not ready. Right. The she only other reason would be her wanting to, and she obviously does, does not want to. want to. So, people, I've seen people saying that um, that uh, she'll never find another, like another, be- like she'll never find a better man. She could just get him back. What are y'all talking about? <laughs> are sure y'all stupid? Man, he was devastated at that basketball game. Yeah, I'm sure she could baby. get him back. But even hey, still, there's a bunch of women that would love to cheer him up. They're He's saying fine. this as if they know her standards, as if they know her, as if they know anybody out there in the celebrity world. And as if they, they know, know him. him. Y'all don't even exactly. know that man. He exactly. could be a horrible boyfriend. Y'all would never Just know because he lavished her with gifts and stocks and Birkin and stuff does not mean that he was a good boyfriend. There's more to that. Than people think being a good boyfriend means buying gifts and spending money, and that's really not it. Right. Like, there's emotional support involved, actually. Good Lord. People are on Twitter are so dense, and sometimes I feel like they get on I no I really hope they only get on Twitter and act like that and that they're not like that in person <laughs> because well, if they spend their life like this I'm afraid of you 
Hey. I'm afraid of you. I am scared of you because how can you just go around being slow? How can you just go around being dumb? Yeah, I'm going to cut that. Ableist. <laughs> no. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to cut that. Cutting that. How can you just go around being dumb? Like, I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't get it. Why are you stupid? I don't understand. You think I'm dumb? I also want to say, date your own age. Like, Michael B. Jordan is 35 years old. There are so many celebrities his age that I'm sure would love to settle down with him. Right. Like, what do, what do you gain from dating a 25-year-old? Does that make you feel younger? Because 35 isn't old. Right. I've never understood the whole age gap dating thing because I can't imagine what a 25-year-old and a 35-year-old have in common because we're not that far from 25. And I can't imagine what it's like being even 30. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, no. I don't understand that at all. And I understand like celebrities kind of move different when it comes to age gap relationships, but that does not change the way... Like Being a celebrity does not always change your mindset at a certain age like just because she's 25 and a celebrity doesn't mean that she's ready for a 35 year old relationship <laughs> yeah not and it's obvious it's obvious that she's not that's yeah. not what she's on and that's okay yeah i'm just Y'all tired just of like seeing shame women yep i was just about to say i'm tired of seeing women being shamed for living their own lives yeah it's, but then Prince Future for heaven dropping a baby and a new woman every year. Literally. So, how come y'all are holding women to higher standards? No, I'm not going to get into this right now. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> not what? on the first episode. Um, Alright, so that is going this to... Making fatherless homes and y'all praising him. Oh my god. He, okay, it's even yeah. like him that are tearing apart the black community, not gay people. Fucking Nick Cannon. I want him castrated. Bro, he needs to have a damn hysterectomy. <laughs> Nick Cannon, please. Like, please, please, please. What are you doing? 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 Tie his tube. Now. <laughs> like, can you see? He needs to be court-martialed. Oh my god. Tie his tubes. Wait, it's court- I think court-martialed is the military. He needs to be indicted. (laughs) Crimes against humanity. Literally, what all these mulattoes. One of his new baby, I mean, one of his old baby mamas is pregnant again. Bro. I don't know if it's by him. It's he probably is. <laughs> He's been in the block, y'all. Probably. He, he said, went back I'm going to leave as many pieces of, of me in this world as I can before I leave. Like, all these damn mulattoes, we do not need more mulattoes. <gasps> oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. She just said that. Just she kidding. just said that. Can't put that over there. <laughs> Y'all be cool. I'm just kidding. Um, no, but it's... I mean, I was about to say I'm a secret mulatto myself. He's spinning the block, y'all. Yeah. Um, yeah, someone needs to get him some male birth control, even though I'm sure he wouldn't even take it. No. But Nick Cannon, enough is enough. Um, Children are beautiful, but they need fathers in the home. And yeah. you cannot divide your time 
evenly amongst 10 children or how, whatever number you're at. Sorry. You wouldn't. You can say you do, but you can't. You wouldn't even be able to spend one day a week with exactly. them. Exactly. Children need a father in the home, and you cannot provide that. So you need to stop dropping your kids off in these people's pools. Unless you're going to move all your kids in with you. And I don't foresee that happening. Take your baby mamas, too, and put everybody in a mansion. Each set got its own area. That's what you need to do. Just go ahead and start up a little village. So that way everybody can (laughs) live in Sister Wives. Tyler Perry got Tyler Perry Studios. He needs to just buy a whole campus. Literally. They they can live in Sister Wives or some shit. A whole neighborhood. Just... But literally, like, stop just spreading your seed. Like, it's like you're crop dusting. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, you're not, <laughs> you might be financially, like, taking care of them, but you're not emotionally taking care of them. Like, there's no way you are. Sorry. And I don't want to hear your thing pieces. Womp, womp. Womp, womp. Next. Snore. <laughs> What's next, so child? <laughs> All right, so that's going to wrap up our pop culture segment. All right, y'all, so now we're going to get into our topic of the week. This is the main event of our shows, okay? <laughs> yes. yes. And yes. we got a really good one. <laughs> you know, it just so happens to be June. And if you're cool, you know that June is Pride Month. Don't hide. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's Pride Month, y'all. And we just so happen to be gay. <laughs> just kidding. Boom, We're going to specify. But you know, I'm about to turn. Um, so I'm going to start out. And basically, I'm going to tell you guys what my sexuality is. Basically, I just say that I'm gay or I'm queer. Either one. Um, but I preferably date women and other marginalized genders. So that basically means I don't date men. Um, You know... Emphasis on the date. That. That is the important part. Read between the lines, people. Right, y'all. So don't don't misunderstand me. Okay. She said Um, romance. No, thank you. No, I thank you. You know, actually, let's get into that because I have known for quite some time that. I am just not romantically interested in men at all. Like, there's mm-hmm. just nothing that they have to offer mm-hmm. for me when it I comes to love. Like, mm-mm. I feel like men are, especially at the age that we're at, it's just hard to even find like guys that are just romantic anyway. So yeah. I feel like it's just hard to even be romantically involved with guys. Um, it definitely <clears throat> is for the women that's with it. Yeah, like. A guy will, like, want to get with you and be like, oh, let me smoke you out. That's not romantic, nigga. Like, Shoot. I mean, I like Ow. to smoke, but, ah, like, I like to smoke, but damn, take me on a date. I want to go, I want to go, uh, uh, I don't know, do something creative. I want to yeah. go fucking go-kart riding and then go fucking 
to a, I don't know, I don't know. Be to a drive-in or something. I don't know. Like, Take me to a drive-in. How about that? Men just think smoking you out or inviting you over to chill is cute. Like, y'all are not, not doing anything. It doesn't make women want to give it up to you. It doesn't at all. And then if they're men doing think, it, it's because they want it. Exactly. And then men think if they take you on a date that they're entitled to some cooch. And right. that is not always the case. No, it's never the case. You're not always you're never entitled to it. You're not always gonna get it. Sometimes you will, sometimes you won't. Right. You need to be okay with either. And you need heavy on that, because y'all need to learn y'all need some decorum. <laughs> y'all need to learn how to handle rejection. Y'all are scary. Yeah. Y'all be making y'all women like afraid to, get to say no. Like, the fact that women are literally afraid to tell men no when they're being pursued, like, in public and things. Because who knows what you're going to do? Exactly. Like, it's ridiculous that we have to live like that. Yeah. And it's y'all's fault. Take some responsibility. Boom. Hold each other accountable. Y'all don't do that. Y'all do not hold your friend accountable. No. Mm-mm. anyways. Um, <laughs> that's not what I was supposed to be talking about. So, yeah. Essentially, they just have nothing to offer me emotionally. It's just not giving. <laughs> Every conversation that I've had with a man that I was, like, romantically involved with in the past... I gained nothing, honestly. There was probably one who, I think the thing I was gaining the most was the shared music. Like, that really carried a lot. That carried a lot. Yeah. I mean, you love music, so it makes sense. Yeah. You seem to also, like, communicate a lot of your feelings through music, so that also makes sense. True. It's so funny, like, guys are funny because they're so sensitive. Like, why are you, you picking these songs on purpose? Y'all are not slick. (laughs) I mean, that's kind of the point, though, isn't it? You pick songs. It is, but they be saying stuff they would never, they be picking songs where it's like, huh? (laughs) You would never say that. Don't, don't you know how I feel about you? <laughs> Why would I? You think you playing some it. songs around me means something? No. I share my music with everyone. You're not special. Not at all. Kia's calling us. <laughs> oh, hey, Kia, girl. Hey, Kia. We can't Shout talk right now. The recording. Shout yeah. out to her. Um, one of our besties. Uh, yeah. Um. All right. Um, is there anything else you wanted to say or? Um, no, I'm just happy that it's Pride Month. I'm ready to turn up at DC Pride this weekend. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'll be my first like official Pride. I've been to a drag show at this club in our hometown, but this is like different because it's like, ooh, I'm going somewhere. Ooh, it's DC Pride. Mm-hmm. You know. And I'm going to one of my favorite parties, Femme Fatale. Shout out to DJ Magic. If you ever listen to this, just know that I appreciated you so much at Howard. And Shout I miss you, DJ Magic. I miss your sets because these other DJs ain't doing it like you. It's never been the same. 
All right, all right, all right. Karaoke's over. <laughs> wow, she hates me. She just said that she hates me. You know what, Brianna? I think we. Oh wait. Are we breaking up? No. I think we're breaking up, you guys. Girl, you don't even know what I was about to say. <laughs> all right, now I'm gonna tell you guys a little about a little bit about my experience um, in the LGBTQ community. Um, so I identify as Big B. I put the B in LGBTQ. I am bisexual. Um, I have known that I liked girls and boys from a very young age. Um, it was never really anything I thought too much about. Um, I was kind of like, hmm, girls are pretty. Hmm, guys are cute. Hmm. There we go. Yeah, that was that. And then I never really like realized that there was a name for it until I got to middle school. And that's when I started hearing that B word. And I was like, okay, well, I guess that's what I am. And it's been that ever since. Um, now, I do, I wouldn't say that I've had like struggles, but there are, there have been times in the past where I felt like maybe I wasn't a good bisexual and like quote around good. <laughs> A good bisexual because I tend to lean towards men, um, but as I've gotten older, I've realized that that doesn't negate my bisexuality um, mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, I still like a good woman. Period. <laughs> Big B. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that has kind of been my experience. It's been really low key. Um, yeah, I, my first kiss was actually with a girl. So I definitely have liked girls for a while. Um, yeah. <laughs> Me as well. It's pretty straightforward. Um, nothing too deep there. <laughs> I have also liked girls for a while. And I also love a good woman. <laughs> I wish I could see this girl's face right now. The <laughs> lust that just filled her eyes. You're she sick. looked hungry. She's feral right now. <laughs> there was like a twinkle. That I'm afraid. Like something has <laughs> been unlocked. <laughs> she had a fucking twinkle in her eye. Looking for yeah, prey. I'm gay as hell. Like I didn't think I could get any gayer, but I did. Wow. That's you crazy. heard it here first, people. She didn't think she could get any gayer, but she just keeps getting gayer and gayer. And I'm gonna get even gayer once I get a little bread in my pocket. <laughs> Gotta purchase something. Oh wow, wow. This We're is cutting not that, that kind out. Of show, people. We're cutting that out. This is There will be no moaning on this show. See, I was about to do a child. <laughs> basically was asking for it. Oh my god. We're gonna get canceled before we start. Oh. Um, excuse me? Oh boy, you're looking at me like you're shocked. I'm calling like the police. Like you don't do that all the time. <laughs> all I'm her little random noise that she be making, she looking at me crazy. I have no clue what you're talking about. She's lying, Your Honor. This girl be honking. Wrong. Wrong. 
literally said, oh. I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> Do you guys well, know what she's talking about? I don't. She gonna know what I'm talking about when she listen back to this. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> As we said earlier, it is Pride Month. I just want to take a moment to talk about what we as the LGBTQ community witness every year, and that is performative activism by these companies. Yeah. <laughs> every month, every year in June, we witness every company change their profile pictures to a rainbow flag, a rainbow logo, and their headers, and they'll put a little post up about pride, and then it's silence. Like, y'all don't like gay people, actually. I But, you know, I can't lie. I saw this really cute rainbow doormat in Target. Oh, it was adorable. God. It was in the shape of a rainbow. I'm sorry. I love being a part of this community, but I will never own rainbow merch. It'll just never happen. I don't own anything that has a rainbow on it. I've been thinking uh, about getting a Maybe I get, like, flag, a little though. shirt with a little, with a little flag on it, but I, a rainbow rug? No, I can't get with that. <laughs> That. I've been thinking about getting like a flag. Did you just fart? She just farted, you guys. If I farted, I would say something. I know y'all like, heard Oops. that. I'd be like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're annoying. She farted and now she's not admitting to it. So Do you smell anything? That's all you need to know about Jayla. Do you smell Yeah, anything? it actually smells like cottage cheese. Cottage cheese? <laughs> I don't even know what that smells like. Does cottage cheese have a smell? I stay away from cottage cheese. I don't, like, even the thought of the consistency makes me want to vomit. Yeah, it looks like chunky milk. Like, it's disgusting. People, like, dip their vegetables in it. (laughs) Not the gag. (laughs) That's sick. This bitch gagged. Because that's literally <laughs> sick. Like, why are you dipping your vegetables I'm not going to yuck nobody's mess. yum, but it couldn't be me. Yuck uh, nobody's yum? Yeah. You've never heard that saying? Are you 12? Jayla's a baby, you guys. Yesterday. I'm literally a year one younger day, than her. One, okay, look, let me, first of all, let me tell y'all. Not we even have been trying to get this episode recorded for the longest time ever. This is our second recording. Yeah. This, we have had the most technical difficulties, but we made it. Anyway, that was not the point. The other day, Sierra, our good friend Sierra, was over here. Our best friend Sierra. She was over here, and we were all smoking outside, and... I said a saying. What did I say that you were like, what? I don't I remember. I do remember this happening, but I don't remember what you said. I said something, and it just really proved that Jayla is a baby. And I don't understand how, because she's not even a year younger than me. It literally doesn't prove that. <laughs> it literally does. You're like, who did you hear that from? <laughs> um, I wish that I could like remember which one it was so I could tell you. <laughs> Like, do you, do you feel like it was your family you heard that from? I wish I could tell you. <laughs> I've never heard anybody our age say anything like that. Whatever. She's trying to say my family country or something. But listen, it makes sense, though, because my family's not from here. They don't say anything that anybody down here says. Mm. Like, all of the Southern lingo I learned from, like, my peers 
teachers or any other okay, adults that, that I interacted sense. with. All right, all right. I'll take some heat off of you. But you've been here because long enough. Because it has nothing to do with the <laughs> you've year. You've been here long enough. But I've never heard anybody say that. Like, first of all, you talk like a grandma, so let's start I- there. No, two. you did not. Two. I was emphasizing that it has nothing to I do with the year. I just want you to know, this is a regular. I get attacked by my friends all day, every day. Oh, please. They bully me. Please. What? You know, actually, Kia gets it the easiest. Yeah. That, she really does. We she need does. to start bullying Kia. I get it the hardest because y'all join in. I be trying to defend you. Yeah, sometimes you do. I appreciate that. I got your back, nigga. I got your back, babe. I got your back. <laughs> All right. Um, moving on. Actually, no. Back on the topic of the performative activism, there is one company that always stands firm in their rejection of homosexuality dun, dun, dun. every Pride Month. Who is it? That good old Chick-fil-A. Yeah. <laughs> Chick-fil-A does not turn a logo rainbow. They don't say mm. happy pride. They don't even acknowledge the gay community. And you know what? While I don't I don't like that about them, I respect that they stand firm in what they believe in. Right. Y'all trying to play in our faces. <laughs> they being honest. And you have to respect that. Like, it's kind of crazy, but you got to respect it. Yeah, my AirPod went out for a second. Oh, technical difficulties. We've been experiencing um, it enough. Yeah, we don't want any more. <laughs> Is there anything else you would like to say on the topic of being gay? Um, gay is okay. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I think gay everyone is the should way. be gay. You need to just take over the world. So if you're not gay yet, um, work on that. I openly <laughs> spread the homosexual agenda. Period. The homosexual rigmarole. First of all, it's a rigmarole. <laughs> Girl, it's from a TikTok. Oh my gosh. Tati told it. You know I don't be on the TikTok like that. Yeah. I had never Well, no, actually, I had seen it. It's so funny. I'll show it to you. Show it to me. All right. All right, okay. moving on. For our next segment, um, Jayla is going to chat with us about some of her favorite jams. I like to call our segment Jayla's Jams, but she thinks it's corny. Um, it is corny, but it's cute. So we're just going to call it Jayla's Jams. So let's get into it, Jayla, without further ado. Bum, ba, da, da. Oh, wait, no, that's for a joke. <laughs> Wait, what's the is the it drum roll? Oh yeah, go. That was a good one. <laughs> All right, so yeah, this is Jayla Jams, y'all. Um, I like the name. It's corny, but I like it. I'm so anyway, her off. Anyways, so basically for Jayla Jams, I'm going to be highlighting an artist or an album that either just came out and I'm really liking, or it might be old and I might just want to talk about it. Who knows? Um, But for this week, I want to talk about Raven Lene and her album, Hypnos. When I tell you guys, 
I love this album so much. It's definitely one of my favorite pieces of work from her. And I've been with my girl Raven for a little minute now, I'd like to think. Um, so just a little info on Raven. She's 23 and she's from Chicago. Um, she makes, I want to say, like alternative R&B, but there's definitely some like electronic influence. I feel like there's some disco influence as well. But I don't know. That's just my analysis. So the album dropped on May 20th. Um, it's really, it's really, really good. Like, she, her vocals are amazing. I've heard that her live vocals are amazing. And she just has this really airy quality about her voice. And it makes her runs really pleasing to listen to. So, I really love my girl Raven. I need to see her live. I won't be seeing her live this tour, but if you got a ticket for this summer tour, I'm really jealous. Um, so yeah, I wanted to shout out to a few of my favorite songs off the album. So, Inside Out, mm, Bonifique. <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it didn't sound familiar, but I was gonna, I was gonna rock with it. Magnifique, that's better. Bonafique. <laughs> I can bond. I can bond. Bonafique yeah. with Magnifique. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my goodness. Okay, okay, okay. Stupid. All right, guys. So I wanted to highlight a few of my favorite songs off the album. So Inside Out is definitely my favorite. It's so good. Like the melody is amazing. Um Skin Tight this single with Steve Lacey. That's really good. I'm sure y'all have been hearing that. I would hope you are. Um Where I'm From featuring Mareba, Mariba. I'm not really sure, but their music is really good as well. I need to take a deeper dive. 3D for 3D featuring Smino. Love a good Smino Raven Lene collab. And light me up. So those are my favorites off the album. I really hope you guys check it out. I've been bumping it for the past few days consistently. So you've got my recommendation. Yeah, and let me just vouch for Jayla's music taste. Um, literally, if you look at majority of my playlists, they're mostly just songs that she's put me on to. Jayla's music taste is pristine. Thank um, you. I, there's probably not even a handful of times that she's played something that I wasn't really feeling. It's not often that happens. Um, so yeah, her music taste is, she is, um, she's credible, I'd say. So definitely <laughs> check it out. She also played that for us, um. The other day and I definitely did enjoy the tracks that I heard I also was doing something else so I couldn't pay that much attention but from what I heard it was good yeah it was good so, background noise yeah so definitely um yeah check miss uh, Raven Lene out yeah all right anything else you want to say no I wrapped it up all right so before we move into our next segment um we want to tell y'all our strain of the week Yes, yeah, so we're going to be doing this every week. We're going to smoke a different strain. And we're going to let you guys know what we think 
a little bit. Yeah, tell you guys the name and everything. So this week, we smoked Sunset Sherbert before we filmed this episode. Um, I've been liking it since I've had it. It, I want to say it's more indica dominant, so I have been a little bit sleepy. I had to sit up to film this to make sure I didn't snooze off. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to look this up on um, Leafly to see if they could... Um... I see Sherbert, but... Oh, wait, there it is. Okay, yeah. So this is a calming... Or is it... It's a hybrid. Okay. Um, It's calming, low T... No, it's a pretty high amount of THC. Mm, um, uh, most of the reported effects are relaxed. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely pretty chill. Um, so yeah, I would recommend this. And we're definitely gonna try and um find new strains for you guys every week. If we end up repeating some, that's okay too. Right. (laughs) That just means it's extra good. Boom. All right, y'all. So for our next segment, Brianna is gonna talk about a TV show or a movie that she's really feeling each week. Yes. Um, if you know me, you know that movies are actually very hard for me to sit through. Um, but I'm trying to get better about that because I know there are so many good movies I'm missing out on. So um, I have a list of movies that I'm going to start watching. Um, and this podcast is actually going to force me to watch it because like, now i got to do my homework. Um, so for this week's movie... Um, I saw Top Gun Maverick. This will contain um, slight spoilers, nothing big. Um, It definitely won't ruin anything. But to give you guys a synopsis, um, after more than 30 years of service as one of the Navy's top aviators, Pete Maverick Mitchell is where he belongs, pushing the envelope as a courageous test pilot and dodging the advancement in rank that will ground him. Training a detachment of graduates for a special assignment, Maverick must confront the ghosts of his past and his deepest fears, culminating in a mission that demands the ultimate sacrifice from those who choose to fly it. Um, the cast of this movie includes Tom Cruise, he is Maverick. Um, Miles Teller, he plays Bradley Rooster Bradshaw. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, if you're not familiar with the first movie, Rooster is Goose's son. Goose is, um, Goose is a... Maverick. Mavericks. What is the term? Is it co-pilot or is it wingman? Um, Rio, I think they said in the movie. I don't know what that stands for. I mean, yeah. He was basically the person that flew in a plane with him. And he died on one of their missions. And so uh, Miles Heller plays his son. Um, Val Kilmer is in the movie. John Hamm and Jennifer Connelly. Um, honorable mention, Mr. J. Ellis. Lawrence from Insecure. Insecure. That was a nice surprise. I hadn't heard anything about this movie like before I went and saw it. Um, honestly, I think the first time I heard about it was I saw a tweet and they were talking about how there was a five minute standing ovation, and I was like, okay, well, I guess I kind of want to see. I mean, um, I haven't. Like I said, I have not seen the first movie. Um, it came out 36 years ago, yeah, and I am not the type to go back and watch old movies like that. Um, but I did enjoy the fact that you could see this movie without having to see the first movie. Um, I was not confused in the slightest. Anything that they needed, um, anything that um, 
kind of lined up with the first movie, they would show flashbacks. Um, they would reference it with those. So it was easy to keep up. Um, some of my favorite moments um, were, like I said, the flashbacks to the original Top Gun. Um, the fighter pilot scenes were so dope. Like, apparently they, they used were. real F-18s. Um, Tom Cruise says that they were really in those damn planes. And part of me just cannot wrap my head around that. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot. Like, I'm sure some of that was CGI. Like, the okay, so actually, I don't want to spoil too much of it. Actually, I don't really feel like that's what... Look, if you plan to see the movie and you don't want anything spoiled, stop listening here. Or, no, don't stop listening. Turn it down. Or skip through. There you go. But when they're, like, going into high altitudes and, like, they talk about bone crush like it's like a bone crushing pain and stuff like that i'm like there's no way they really put themselves through that no but you know tom cruise says he does all his own stunts so i wouldn't maybe be surprised he if was I did in the out. plane maybe he seems like he would push that limit he's crazy <laughs> as hell um he looked good though he did no like tom cruise with yeah i saw that the leather jacket yeah i definitely saw the vision there um Mr. Miles Teller. I was about to say we gotta Mr. talk about Miles him. Miles Teller. Miles Teller. If you're watching, if you're li- not watching, if you're listening, <laughs> I love you. I'm free on Thursday, Mr. Teller. If you're I'm available. free on and you day, can tell your wife she can come too. D A Y. Yes, I'm free any day, but it's specifically Thursday. Um, he that blonde. I don't know what type of color it was. It was was really doing it. It was really doing it. It was amazing. And I just, I've been in love with him since I was 11 years old. I am not new to this. I'm true to this. And I was so glad to see him finally acting again because he was not active for a while. I think the last thing that he was in for a while was like that Fantastic Four reboot that bombed. Yeah, I think that is the last thing he's done in a while. Yeah, that was like 2015. Wow. So, yeah, it's he been took a little seven break. Uh, we could be wrong, so don't, don't quote me us. To it. But um, I'm pretty sure that was the last thing that he was in. So, it's good to see him back on screen. Um, I've heard things about him that aren't great uh, personality wise, but I don't care because he's fine. And yeah. as long as he ain't doing nothing trifling. Yeah, and, and it's just business. really about him being hard to work with. Like, yeah, I mean, shoot, if I look like that, I'm gonna give people girl. hell too. <laughs> but yeah, Miles Heller, you're beautiful, beautiful man. Anyway, um, my last favorite moment was definitely um, Iceman and Maverick's relationship. Iceman um, was, I don't know if he was a general commander, I don't know, he's some high ranking officer of the military and admiral. Okay, yeah. He was an admiral, and he looked out for Maverick, um, got him back to Top Gun. Um, yeah, he was just, their relationship, we didn't even see much of it in this movie, but... He was actually his rival in the first one. Really? Yeah. See, I haven't seen the first one, so... Oh, uh, so it's like Bradley. Look, how much you want to bet? Um, when I, okay, when I went and saw the first one with my friend, um, um, he said that they were probably going to reboot the series with... I was Bradley wondering. Bradley and uh, Hangman. I was wondering. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. No. I would, 
I'm sorry, but I would go for that. If I get to see Miles Teller on my screen, I'll be right. there. With that little I'll mustache. I'll be there. Call me Jackie Don't Five. you know, baby, <laughs> Front yeah. and center. I'll be there. Miles Teller, I will always support everything you do. She's right. right. Shut okay, up. Okay, babe. <laughs> She's keep getting mean. lots of karaoke. I'm just being myself. <laughs> no more of that. <laughs> oh my gosh. She's trifling. No. Oh my god, my laugh is horrendous. I'm gonna have to cut that. And I want the people to hear that. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so I'm gonna rate that movie five out of five stars. Um, I saw it twice. Um, me and Jayla and our friend Kia saw it together yesterday. Yep. Um, so yeah, and honestly, when it comes to streaming services, I will be watching it again. So, yeah, five out of five. If you were planning to see it, definitely go do that. If you were not planning to see it, definitely go do it anyway. Um, this is coming from a person who does not even like to sit through movies. I right. sat through it twice. And it's a two-hour movie. So, yeah. Great movie. Um, and so that's going to wrap up my segment. Woot, woot. Okay, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. For our final segment, we are going to answer a few questions that you guys left for us. Um, first, I just want to say thank you guys. You guys low-key showed out on those questions. I was not expecting you guys to ask that many. Um, so we definitely can't answer them all in this first episode. But if you don't hear your question answered this episode, you definitely will within the next few episodes. So keep coming back to hear your question answered. Um, all right, our first question. Jayla, would you like to do the honors? Um... So how slash when did y'all start smoking? Gotta answer. So honestly, I feel like that's a complicated answer for me because they were like, okay, I would say the first time I ever smoked, I was a junior in high school, but I didn't even get high because I was not doing it right. And I, the first time I did it, I was like, this is what people get all excited about? Like, I feel the complete same. I was convinced that people were faking being high. Um, I don't know how long I went smoking the wrong way, but probably a while. But I didn't get into smoking heavily. Not even heavily. I'm not like a, okay, I'm a liar. Yeah, girl. <laughs> I was like, she about to say I really her just tried to lie. To <laughs> But I didn't start smoking heavily until I got to my junior year, junior year of college. Um, I had really bad insomnia, and it just wouldn't. I couldn't sleep without going without smoking. So um, obviously, it became a habit, and it be it was helpful. So I kept it up. And that is kind of where it started from there. Uh, for a long time, I didn't really understand how to get access to my own weed. So I would smoke with my friends. Um, but now, you know, I got a dope plug. Um, he's great. I'm not going to air all his business out. But he is a great plug. Very dependable. So, yeah, I'm definitely a pothead now. Period. Um, 
But yeah, that is my story. <laughs> Jayla? Um, so I smoked for the first time with a friend of mine. Um, you know, she wanted to get me high for my first time. So we smoked. That sounded a little homo. Oh, yes. <laughs> there was no normal activity. I promise. She wasn't my type. That sounds hard to believe coming from you. She wasn't my type. I like black. Black women. <laughs> she was not a black woman. So, therefore, she was not my type. Anyways... Yeah, so she smoked me out for my first time, and you know, we just sat in her room laughing and eating nacho Doritos. Oh, that's wholesome. That's it very was wholesome. really, really good. Um, but yeah, so I was pretty much just like a social smoker. Like, if I'm out with my friends, they're like, oh, you want to smoke? Then I'm like, okay, yeah, we going in on a dub. Or whatever. That's pretty much it. I did not start smoking for real until this year, I would say. Or this past, the summer before this one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so last summer. Was that pandemic summer? Last summer, so yeah, it was a a pandemic summer. Okay, so not the first one, but the second one? Yeah, the second one. Okay. And it was actually you and my friend... Well, actually, I don't know if she wants the internet to know all that. Yeah. Um, it was the two of y'all who made me what I am today. Honestly, y'all, me and Jayla bonded over smoking. Yeah. Um, I don't think if we didn't smoke, we probably would not be as close as we are. No. Because um, we just started smoking together, like, and then we were doing it often. Yep. And it forced us to talk to each other. Yeah. <laughs> you would just go sit and smoke in silence. That would have right. just been... And Gosh. I am talkative. This girl can I... talk her ass off. <laughs> <laughs> I sure can, and I'm proud of it. Okay? Half the time, I could like sit there and just nod, and she'll just keep the conversation going. <laughs> and I enjoy that about her, because I don't have to work as hard. I just gotta listen. True. I sometimes I just be wanting a listening ear. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I just be wanting a listening ear. And I will gladly be that <laughs> if I don't got to do too much. Even if, I mean, even if you needed me to, like, really give you advice, I would. But it's nice that she can just talk. <laughs> yeah. But you also talk more than you're making it seem. No, I know. I talk. But you talk. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, girl, y'all, she can talk, too. That's the thing she don't understand. Uh, I don't know. Whatever do you mean? Mm. No, anyone who knows me knows that I am a talkative ass bitch. I did not win most talkative in eighth grade for nothing. Okay. Oh, come on, superlative. <laughs> First of all, if I wasn't a talker, I don't think we'd be doing a podcast. Right. So, do you have any Gemini placements? Oh. Uh, mm, I have a Gemini Mercury. I don't think that's right at home. Hold on, because I'm going to pull up my app. Gemini is ruled by Mercury, and Mercury deals with your mind and intellect. My only, I have Jupiter and Saturn and Gemini. Mm. I don't know what those do. I'm not familiar with Jupiter and Saturn. Mm -hmm. Says I have good judgment. Oh, charming, talkative, and clever personality. 
Yeah. You tend to be somewhat scattered with interest in just about anything. I thought that was ADHD. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, so our next question is, um, what is our favorite music to, our favorite music to listen to when high? Jayla? Um, so, I honestly already have a playlist that I love listening to high. Um, it's called Transcendence. You should share it with the people. I will. So, I basically named it that because the songs are just so good. I be feeling like I'm transcending when I'm listening to them. (laughs) But yeah, so the playlist consists of songs that I think are perfect. And it can be played in order. It can be played um, on shuffle. But yeah, so I really like listening to that playlist high. There's a lot of R&B, but there's a few um, songs from other genres up there. All right. Um, me on the other hand. Oh, you weren't. <laughs> Sorry. I meant to say. Um, no, I just thought of this. Okay. I will plug my Spotify on our Instagram again. At if I'm here, I'm high. I'll make sure I have that available if anyone wants to check out my Spotify. I also have Apple Music, so I'll add both on there. Period. She about to put y'all on, I'm telling you. Yeah. Um. So, me on the other hand, after I get high, I like to go to bed. Um, <laughs> I'll throw on a good TV show. Not even a good TV show. It could be just a TV show that I've watched before for background noise. And I'm carrying my ass to bed. Um, Jalen knows this. Honestly, the only times I really listen to music is when I'm driving to and from work or just in the car or like cleaning. That's the only time I really listen to music. Jayla will like listen to music doing anything. I, on the other, on the other hand, cannot do that. I personally yeah. feel like it's just too much stimulation for me. Like, for, to have something always. Actually, no. I feel like because I like to have the TV on. I don't know. I was about to say, I like being overly stimulated. Okay, that's different. <laughs> what? Like, it's almost like I I like consuming multiple forms of media at one time. Or like wow, doing that's multiple scary. Things that's scary. That's scary. How could you so you can listen to music and watch TV at the same time? Oh no, that's ridiculous. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but like I do my homework and listen to music. I read, mm, listen to music. I can't I, I can't. Like, I would literally just be reading the same thing over and over and over and over and over. I wouldn't be able to focus. I used to watch TV and do my homework. Now, I can have it on in the background, but it has to be low. I mean, I guess it was a bit dramatic to say overstimulated, but, like, I'd be doing multiple things at once. So, listening to music while doing everything just makes sense to me. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah um so yeah i think that anything else you want to add to that question um no that was pretty much it all right for our final question uh, this is kind of a deep one so if you need a moment to think feel free to take that okay she called me stupid <laughs> what no shut your ass up anyway how has a high given you clarity on a situation in your life that you wouldn't have otherwise you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Um, personally, when I am not high, I'm very 
emotional person. Uh, I am a very uh, think with my feelings kind of person and I instantly react to things and I'm dramatic. When I'm high, I'm very, I'm much more calm um, in regards to my thinking. Um, I kind of think of things more logically when I'm high. So um, if I feel like I need to make like a serious decision, um, sometimes I try to, sometimes I'm so dramatic that I can't wait until I'm high, but I try to wait until I'm high before I make um, a decision that I feel like needs to be thought about logically because that's about the only time I know how to do that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's how being high has helped me in a lot of situations. Without weed, my life would probably be a, light, a lot more chaotic than it already is. <laughs> wow. I've never, like... Well, first of all, that was insane to say. Um, <laughs> second of all, wow. I've never actively, like, been like, okay, let me wait until I smoke and before I act on this so I can think clearly. And I, I, I said I try. I've done it a few times, but sometimes I just be, oh. <laughs> but that does make a lot of sense because I find a lot of clarity when I'm smoking. Yeah. And like, I just feel like my head is clear almost. Yeah. And I can think about things. Like, Absolutely. A lot of time I'll find new perspective um, when I'm like talking a situation out. And yeah, I don't know. I just... Smoking weed just honestly makes it a lot easier to express your feelings, I feel like. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like I'm really able to express how I feel. That's stupid. I just said that. I feel like I'm really able to express how I feel. Honestly, well, when you're intoxicated in general, because obviously... Yeah. Alcohol lowers your inhibitions. Mm -hmm. But with weed, it's not necessarily that it lowers your inhibitions. It just makes me understand things a little bit better and makes it easier to like communicate them. Yeah. Um, I definitely agree with that, but let me fucking tell you, I can't sometimes I will have experiences with weed that makes me just not even want to smoke like the overthinking <laughs> that I will do sometimes is weird because I maybe it depends on the strain I don't know I can think so logically and then I can just overthink and overthink and overthink and start panicking and like oh my god that is like true. if I think would matter I think it's like how severe the issue is maybe like yeah. if it's something like serious that's when i'm like oh my god like what the fuck like that's when i'm freaking out but if it's something that's just like annoying and it's like something that i probably need to figure out that's like not like super what's the word i want to use that would be like super taxing super... complicated that would have a big impact on my life i guess i would say Okay. Yeah. So if it's like a situation that doesn't have a super big impact, then I can think about it logically. But if it's like a super big thing, then I start panicking. And that's, I wish it would flip. Like, mm. because that would make things a lot easier for me. But um, that might also be the mental illness. <laughs> well, I think going back to the strain. <laughs> I also think that certain strains um like have more of a paranoia effect. I I feel like smoking different strains like some of them have definitely made me more critical and some have made me more like 
I don't really give a fuck about anything. Yeah. Or just like, oh, I'm chilling. Like, nothing's too serious. Yeah. Or just an overly happy mood. Like, it definitely depends on the strain. Some of them definitely make you hypercritical. But the things you were talking about definitely do play a factor. Yeah. For sure. Um... All right, that was our last question for the episode. Yeah, I really fucked with those questions. Thank you, guys. Um, Like we said, those are not all of them, so we will definitely be answering other ones that we did not get to in future episodes, so stay tuned for those. All right, you guys, that is going to wrap up our first episode of our podcast. Um, I really hope you guys enjoyed yourself. Thank you for listening. This is our very first time doing this, so bear with us. Um, We know there's also an echo. We are trying to work on that, so once again, bear with us. Um, We are new to this still, like I said, so we are learning, and this will hopefully get better as time progresses. So, Yeah, we have some kinks to work out, but that'll come. Yeah, we're going to make it happen, and we're going to make it work. Yeah. Um, be sure to follow our socials. Um, our podcast Instagram is if I'm here, I'm high. Um, we have a link tree in that bio that links to all of our socials. Um, so please check those out. Follow us, um, share, tell your friends, tell your aunties, uncles, cousins, brothers, sisters. Yeah. If they, um, are of age as well, because we don't want to be promoting anything to the underage uh, community. So yeah, share, um, tell your friends, tell everybody. Um, we plan to drop episodes every Friday, like we said. Um, they will drop at midnight. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And yeah, that's all I think I have to say. Anything else from you, Jayla? Um, thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed what we had to say. This is pretty much what our conversations sound like when we're just smoking together by ourselves. So... We wanted to share that with you guys, and I hope you guys are digging it. So stay tuned for more. Yes. All right. Bye, you guys. Bye.